Welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Quark, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. So today I wanted to talk to you about the first step to balancing your hormones, because obviously there is a ton of things we can do and it's going to vary person to person. It's going to depend on if you're dealing with any hormonal imbalances, if those hormones are too low or too high, and then also obviously the severity of things. However, there is one thing that we all need to be doing if we are wanting to support all the rest of our hormones and really support optimal balance. And that is going to be balancing our blood sugar. This is something that you can do with your nutrition. And one of the biggest game changers, really dialing in your nutrition can be for. Because if we are dealing with any blood sugar imbalances, this can really affect our cortisol. It can affect our thyroid function. It can also affect our sex hormones as well. So we really want to pay attention to this because if unaddressed for a prolonged period of time, again, this can relay into other hormones and the function of other hormones and just the function of the rest of our endocrine system. So again, super simple things that you can do on a regular basis. And I really wanted to kind of give some further insight on some of these recommendations and also how you can integrate them into your day-to-day because they're Nutrition can be very overwhelming sometimes, right? We have that information overload and it's really figuring out like why there's certain recommendations and then also like if they actually pertain to us. Because as you may have noticed, there is often a lot of contradictory information, right? Where we say one thing and then there's another piece of advice saying the opposite thing. And you're like, okay, well, which one to follow, right? And again, Nutrition is super confusing because it varies person to person. So it's really understanding why certain recommendations are made, how they affect things and figuring out like, does that actually pertain to me and my scenario? And if so, is it optimal for me and my body or is it not optimal for me and my body? And so one of the big things, right? So really when it comes to blood sugar too, one of the big things we're often told is about meal timing and nutrient timing, right? Do we need to have three meals a day or do we, should we have a bunch of smaller, more frequent meals? And so this is where not only can that help with digestion, but it can also support blood sugar. So for example, right, if we have more like smaller, more frequent meals throughout the day, right? We can stabilize blood sugar a lot easier versus having these big gaps between meals where our blood sugar can drop and then having this massive larger meal and rising your blood sugar quite high. So obviously for some people having three meals is totally fine, but if you're dealing with certain hormonal imbalances or you're dealing with poor blood sugar regulation, right, then this is where smaller, more frequent meals can be a lot helpful. The other kind of common... I guess, myth where or controversial piece of advice when it comes to nutrition as well is talking about, I would say fruit, 
And I have made posts about this as well, but this is where paying attention to the portions for fruit, how we're eating them, and also what the rest of our macronutrients are going to be like. So another tip when it comes to balancing your blood sugar is to recognize that yes, fruit does contain a lot of simple sugars, which are easier to digest. And so if you're having it in large quantities, it can raise your blood sugar still. And so again, this can contribute to certain imbalances. However, that doesn't mean fruit is bad right? But it's being aware of the portions when you're eating it, how you're eating it, and also how your body is regulating blood sugar and digesting certain foods and your insulin response. So when it comes to fruit too, we have, there's a couple other things as well. So one thing, if you are dealing with any blood sugar imbalances, I would recommend not doing juice cleanses, right? often recommended as a healthy way, but, and it can be super supportive for getting, for supporting your digestion and getting a lot of easy nutrients, right? Cause there's a lot of vitamins that can be found in fresh fruit juice, right? But this is again, where healthy recommendation can be not so healthy for somebody else. This is also taking away a lot of that fiber, right? Which is going to slow down the digestion and metabolism of the sugars and fruit. Right. So if you have just a big glass of juice, then you're having this, right? This can really spike your blood sugar quite rapidly. And you may get a burst of energy, but then you'll might also have a crash, depending on how your blood sugar regulation is. Right. So piece of advice when it comes to blood sugar first, making sure that you space meals out more like smaller meals more frequently throughout the day to help stabilize blood sugar. Another thing too is if you're having any fruit, making sure it's whole fruit, right? And you're also combining it with fiber or protein or healthy fats, because this is going to help slow down the digestion of those of those sugars and not spike your blood sugars rapidly because what goes up must come down and we often have this spike and then we have this crash. And then this is where we can have a lot of those blood sugar imbalances throughout the day. And again, not usually an issue for most people because we have mechanisms in place to help us regulate our blood sugar effectively. But if you have poor blood sugar regulation, right, whether that be due to insulin resistance or even due to high cortisol or other hormonal imbalances, this is just something to pay attention to. So if you're dealing with any issues when it comes to your hormones, step one is going to be balancing your blood sugar. And so spacing meals out frequently throughout the day, smaller meals to help keep blood sugar more stable, avoiding a bunch of fruit all at once by itself, right? And if you are having any simple carbs or even complex carbohydrates, you are pairing them with proteins or healthy fats and just making sure there's fiber in there too. So that's what I was saying as well, even with fruit, making sure it's whole fruit um, versus fruit juice. Doing a a juice cleanse can sometimes be a not so ideal scenario if you are dealing with a lot of blood sugar regulation issues. Now, another controversial (laughs) tip that I want to touch base on, because again, when it comes to blood balancing blood sugar right away, it can make like exasperate the issue. I'm going to make things worse. Um, So this is where even though it's a, a healthy recommendation for most people, for certain people who are dealing with hormonal imbalances or dealing with blood sugar imbalances, fasting, is not necessarily going to be the the best solution. Oftentimes we will use fasting to skip meals, right? So we're running on cortisol first thing, our blood sugar is dropping, 
You might also be having additional caffeine and additional coffee in your mornings as well, and you're running around. And so this is, again, where certain scenarios where if you do have poor blood sugar regulation and you are dealing with high cortisol and hormonal imbalances or even low thyroid function, this is where fasting can actually be a big stressor on the body and it can actually kind of make things worse. So really paying attention to that. And if you are pretty active in the mornings, then making sure that you do have a high protein meal first thing in the morning, just to make sure that you do kind of help stabilize your blood sugar um, and also support cortisol, right, as well. So smaller frequent meals, really watching your carbohydrate intake um, and making sure that you are not only eating in like moderation, um, but you're also pairing it with healthy fats and your and protein to slow down the digestion. And then of course, avoiding fasting, right? Or skipping meals or even taking too long to have your breakfast first thing when you wake up. One of the things that I recommend to most of my clients is eating within that two two-hour marker from the time that you wake up. And of course, this varies person to person, but I also work with a lot of women who have down-regulated metabolisms and high cortisol (laughs) and dealing with blood sugar imbalances. Another thing when it comes to blood sugar too is paying attention to your stress. This is something that a lot of people don't realize, but we can be contributing to like blood sugar issues as well if we're dealing with a lot of high cortisol. Cortisol is literally a hormone that makes us um, increase glucose in the blood as well. So again, this can be a scenario where if you're chronically stressed and you're chronically elevating your your blood glucose levels, right? As a response to certain stressors, this can also contribute to issues with your blood sugar regulation and insulin as well. So paying attention to your stress levels as well, because that can also, those kind of tie into each other. And as I mentioned, like blood sugar, balancing your blood sugar through your nutrition is a very simple task. It's spacing out your meals and making sure you're combining certain foods, right? Like you can do it today and you can probably feel a lot more balanced, right? Also paying attention to the other scenarios of how we are influencing our blood sugar um, and how we're also influencing our cortisol, because this is where our endocrine system is very interconnected right? Our hormones really influence other hormones and so forth. And so again, it's like we could be trying to balance your blood sugar because it is impacting our cortisol and our thyroid and the rest of our body, but it can also actually be cortisol that's contributing to our blood sugar. So paying attention to those things um, and really figuring out what you can do, what is in your control today and what is the easiest course of action and stuff and the first kind of best step that you can take. Obviously, nutrition is super, super key, but also keeping in mind stress management because that, again, is really going to kind of influence things. Other ways that you can do with our blood sugar too. So obviously, like workouts as well. That's kind of similar to what I was talking about. Like fasted workouts can actually sometimes contribute to issues with your blood sugar and blood sugar dropping if you have poor blood sugar regulation issues. However, resistance training sometimes, like if your blood glucose levels are relatively high and stuff, then sometimes doing some some activity and stuff when you're fasted can actually be a little bit beneficial. So again, really paying attention to how stressed your body is and how you feel, 
right? When it comes to blood sugar, your body is always giving you feedback. And so this is again, where oftentimes like we can feel super overwhelmed from information overload, right? From all of these different things, but really check in with yourself, right? How is your energy? How is your cravings? Are you getting lightheaded? Are you getting dizzy? right? Are you satiated from your meals? Are you still hungry afterwards? Are you constantly craving carbohydrates, right? Are you gaining weight? Do you have anxiety? These factors can really tell you and give you a lot of information about how your hormones are being regulated. So really pay pay attention to that. So for the scenario of fasting and for the scenario of workouts, right? Both like even fasted workouts can be beneficial. I don't typically recommend it for women who are dealing with an underactive thyroid or high cortisol. But when it comes to blood sugar, sometimes for certain people, like insulin resistance, it can be a bit beneficial because it can support insulin sensitivity. So just wanted to put that point. Other things too, that you can do with your um, nutrition specifically is that there are certain kind of like supplements that can help as well. Chromium is really great for that. You can also do even like super simple solution, right? Like when it comes to your nutrition, focusing on the carbs, right? If you're doing a lot of like ultra processed, refined carbohydrates and a lot of like sugars, right? Obviously, you're going to spike your blood sugar, right? And you're going to spike that insulin response. However, if we focus on more complex carbohydrates, this is again, they're going to take longer to digest and break down. And it's going to, they're they're not going to as drastically spike our blood sugar either. So it's not as stressful on the body. So simple solutions that you can do for that, right, is not doing like fruit juices (laughs) or refined carbohydrates or like white bread or white pasta or even white rice. It's white rice is going to be easier to digest. So if you're having digestive issues, then that's where it will be easier to digest. But if your primary goal is balancing blood sugar, then this is where complex carbohydrates or slower to digest carbs like brown rice or even like quinoa can be quite helpful. So really paying attention to those things. Um, And again, your nutrition is a very powerful tool when it comes to blood sugar. And so most of the time, it is something that we can really solve in a short period of time. And that makes a world of difference. People get better energy. They have less cravings. They have a more stable mood and they just feel a lot more balanced. And it's something that it just from structuring your nutrition, oftentimes, and maybe swapping out certain types of foods that can make that difference. And there are a lot of things that people think they need to do right? When it comes to fasting and really pushing their body and doing faster workouts or doing a seven day juice cleanse, right? That are skipping meals and like all of this stuff, right? That they think are going to like help them feel better, but they actually make them feel worse. And they also put their body in a more stressed out state, which makes their journey to their weight loss goals and their fat loss goals a lot more difficult. So start with just the basics. And again, see how you feel and how your body feels. And a lot of times people will sometimes think that they have these massive, massive hormonal imbalances with other scenarios. But in reality, they just need to balance out their blood sugar first. And then it's like those other symptoms really decrease because if we have blood sugar imbalances, they really can influence the rest of our hormones and they just influence our how we feel day to day so drastically. And a lot of the symptoms of blood sugar imbalances like fatigue, like cravings, those are also, and mood swings, 
those are can also be related to other hormonal imbalances. So again, some people think that they have issues with their estrogen or they have issues with their cortisol, but in reality, they just need to balance with their blood sugar. So step one, two, get, get addressing any hormonal imbalances, getting your hormones balanced. Um, and again, I shared a couple little tips um, that you can do right away um, that are relatively simple. But step one, step one to balancing hormones is get your blood sugar in check. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Quark. Until next time.